welcome to this edition of Hold My Clipboard. I'm your host as always, Chris King, along by my side. Tori Dugan. And Jaden Cook. Haley Summers. They almost oh. forgot their names, Tori. Almost <laughs> forgot their names. Uh, special edition today, we are talking about Second Bounce. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, Second Bounce was a documentary filmed on our team 19 years ago. Um, no, it was in 22-23. No. No. 21-22. our second championship. So it was filmed during the championship season, um, and uh, it follows us from the beginning of the season, in preseason, all the way to the national championships in Nanaimo, where we won bronze. Um, with it being not leaked, being put out on YouTube, I'd love to say leaked because it sounds like it's like super elite, but um, it is finally it is finally hitting YouTube. Um, we're very excited about the process. So today, uh, Nara Studios has invited us in to chat about the documentary. Is that okay? Kim Capro, uh, who is also our executive producer, and brought to you by Nara Studios. Uh, I was I was I was waiting for a main sponsor. That's it. Now our studios. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Not fucked up. You you know your lines. Okay, so we're gonna get into it. We're gonna chat about it. Um, first of all, I'm gonna start at Haley over there on the far side in the bright yellow shirt for everyone watching at home. Total optimist. Total optimist. All three of you guys. Total optimists. Um, Explain to me the thoughts when I came to you with this idea. As a, actually, we'll just you guys can all chime in here. When I came to the team with the idea that um, Kim and Nara Studios and Twofold Films has approached us about doing a documentary and filming us during the year, what was the thought process from you guys? I thought it wasn't going to happen. Thank you, Tori. Oh, I think that like you've come with a bunch of ideas every year, which is great, but. This was something so big that I was like, is this a real thing? Is it actually going to happen? Like initially it wasn't like, oh, awesome, let's go do this. It was more so like, okay, that's a great idea, but is this actually going to happen? Fair. Haley? I feel like a bit of that from all of us probably. When you've one time, I remember you telling us we were all on a Zoom call all together and it was like, ask your family, ask your friends mm -hmm. what they think. So getting lots of those opinions, but it was really just... This is the idea. What do you think? Cool, cool. Shaden Cook? Yeah, I feel like I agree, but I also feel like after the initial conversation, it was like nerves of like, if it actually happens, what does that look like for us? Like, I think it was exciting because we knew we were going to like have a good team and it was going right. to be awesome post COVID, post um, like not going to nationals and stuff. But like the idea of like being on camera and having like everyone come into all of that is like a really like intimidating feeling. Uh, okay, so what I'm getting out of this is you guys basically thought I was full of shit. <laughs> Fair, Tori? No, I think when you get a big proposal to that from somebody else, it's, it's like you you think, oh, that's awesome. I'm going to pitch it to the team and see what they right. think. Like, it's just, it was such a cool idea. Right away, it was like, oh, okay, this is going to be awesome if it happens. But, like, do we get our hopes up? Because if it doesn't happen, then that's going to be shit. Fair. Um, now, when cameras started coming in and in preseason, so that's bomb drop right in July. Tell me about the first time you guys had multiple cameras in your guys's face. Because like it's one thing, like you guys said, uh, we had the Zoom talk and we talked about what it was going to be like with Kim and Jesse. Um, we knew that there was going to be cameras involved. We didn't know to what extent. So running hills first weekend. 
that's like the most unattractive we could have ever looked at our first moment on camera. So that's You're welcome. probably a tough one to smoke. And in 30 plus degree heat. Yeah, that was awful. At no. least we were tanned. Okay. <laughs> some of some of you were tanned. Some of you were tanned. Um, did you like? Did you feel it right away, or did it take till the season when the camera was in our games all the time? I know it was not in practice as much earlier. Later, it was every single day. Um, but when the camera started to be in your face, in our timeouts, in our huddles, like when did it really click for you guys that like, oh shit, this is all the time? Because you guys did a, a ton of interviews mm-hmm. um, after practice, before practice, after games, before games. Like when did it really click that this is something? I feel like right away it was like a, you know, like a, a high. It was super cool. It was like all of these like, you're mic'd up or like that's so awesome and you're like kind of like giggling about like oh my god they're gonna hear this on the sideline when in like reality none of that's actually getting in there but then like I think as like the stakes got higher as the like season wore on as we were like more tired more exhausted more beaten up then it like got to the point I think where like that was like harder for us but I think in the beginning it was like this cool like exciting thing that like I mean it's you're after a tired practice you're sprinting the water whatever you come out have an interview it's like uh do i really want to do this right now but it wasn't like i feel like there was a couple times like that but it wasn't the end of the world go ahead no Haley's gonna go because old mouthpiece tour can wait a little bit here i'm just teased i was gonna say people aren't fucking laughing bro sorry Haley. that's okay i heard multiple laughs yeah i'm laughing no i'm not Um, as they came around more and more, we kind of figured out what degree they were going to be around at. Like you said, the first time they were there, it was like, okay, same as when you pitched the idea. We didn't really know how big or how little it was going to be. Right. So the more and more they were around, the more it was like, oh, this is an all the time thing, a legit thing. Uh, I forget that they're there. And I said something stupid thing. Yeah, I think when we had the harsh conversations, especially the four of us older ones with Bill, like three of us plus Bill together, um, and you at the beginning it was very cautious of what we were saying i felt like myself was like okay i'm mic'd i gotta kind of watch what i'm saying here and that's shocking coming from me mm-hmm. but as the season went on it just becomes so normal that whatever kim and jesse heard they heard and just yeah they're here they're gonna they see it anyway whatever they hear they're gonna hear but it was pretty right. quick that we like just were like either here or we forget about it until nationals when we didn't want them in the van yeah that was a tough one created a problem so, well, I think I think it's all it's very cool when you think about the idea. Um, now I got a couple of questions here. Uh, our producer is throwing my way, but before I get there, did you guys find that having the camera worked as a little bit of like event session? Because you three especially had a lot of like post practice time on. Did you guys feel like it was like a psychology session? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was a great event session. A lot. Of, I feel like that times are our personal counselors. Right. Yeah. Especially Jesse and Kim kind of just hung around and was like, fuck, get this over and done with. I got family to get home to. <laughs> Jesse could yeah. like empathize with what you're going through and like yeah. ask you about it. And as much as maybe you like didn't want to talk about it, it was like good for you to like. I did know. And Jesse was really good at making sure you kept talking about it. Like, <laughs> pulling out what she wanted from it. No, it's a good thing she made you talk. Other than other than when you were crying and you needed to stop and then you, she starts crying. And I would say that that is a tough part of seeing the, the interviewer crying quite often. So there was definitely a point. It's true, though. Like, uh, I yeah. see it with you guys. I would see it some of the questions when she was asking me about being a dad and coaching and stuff she like that. She cared so much. She did. Yeah, they were both super invested. Kim and Jesse both, you know, they poured their heart out for a year. And I don't think 
people realize or will realize when they see the documentary how many hundreds, probably thousands of hours didn't get used in that process that just is on the cutting floor. And I'm trying like heck to get access to that so that I can watch it all back in the future, all these practices of me. Thankful uh, for lots that was cut out though. Yes, yeah. (laughs) But there, okay, so there was a certain point though where the mood shifted for you guys, where it went from being really cool and you guys felt really famous Mm -hmm. to where you guys started being like annoyed. And when did it become a distraction and, and was it a distraction for you guys? Because I remember specifically giving you lectures like, look, you little shits, you have this privilege of having a camera and you're going to get a year of your life back at some point. And, but because you're in it, you're like, oh my God, I don't want to do media today. I don't want to be mic'd up today. What point did that hit for you guys? Because it definitely hit. Do you guys remember? I think the lead up to playoffs when it so like started February? to get, yeah, when... Things started to get a little bit more tight and we had to really like dial down to what we were doing, especially us older ones. Our bodies were, we had to listen to our bodies a lot more, getting tired, getting sore. Only one of you was real old, by the way. Yep. But regardless, um, yeah, that was kind of when it was more of a mental game. Well, for me and Bill, I can only speak for, but it became more of a mental game to like, no, you had to put time aside for the documentary and have time for the cameras. But then it was also like, oh, I've got my other priorities of recovery then school during that time of year sucked so right. and then there was Sorry. a time in the dock at nationals when we lost our quarterfinal and i just crack up at it when we're all cramped in the van and jesse was shoved in there there's a scene where Bill's on her phone and she looks out and she just drops it <laughs> she just does not want to be in the camera i, I obviously missed her on that what about for youtube hails and jape Say it was it was it around the same time before like it it was definitely varying stages. I yeah, think. I think yeah. it happened a couple of times. I was gonna say I think like certain people you like know they're fragile in like different ways, and I think a part of like being a leader is like recognizing like how can you how can you put so and so in like the most optimal position. And I feel like for Alana at a couple of different points, like being interviewed about her injury and et cetera was like not helping her, you know, and. So I feel like <laughs> this is fine. Just don't talk. No, I'm I thought we're not going to. Sounded like a bomb going off. No, and you were no, right. I just like, and I feel like that was like when I was kind of like worried about like I didn't want to have to add a work or play yeah, or add yeah. pressure and like wanted to like protect people from like too much. If like when that wasn't our main priority, even though it was in our faces 24 seven. Shade the care. Shade the that care. was definitely yeah. the same as bill as well yeah to really tiptoe around the fact to try to get her on the cameras at times even though like when it was done she loved it yeah but hails you i think you hated it from the first day no i did it 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 is harder watching no wrong (laughs) sorry you gotta watch yourself um no watch (laughs) watching the the interviews happen it take it took a little more finessing to get you going than these two these two at times I felt like they just needed to have a vent session. Uh, you you definitely got there, as I saw some of your interviews. Um, That's just me in general, though, even without a camera. Bottle up, shove it down. I know. They got, I got it. I got it. Um, <laughs> when, did you, when did you get there, though? Um, I feel like all of those things, definitely the time of year that Tori's talking about, emotions for everybody's just so high. So, right. like, the when Alana's frustrated or Bill's frustrated, we're all coming in the team room and having our own vent sesh. So then you're also carrying everybody's high emotions and then the cameras aren't in there, but you come out and then the camera is there and you're like, oh, 
well, maybe I am frustrated too because that person was frustrated and is this annoying and whatever you're feeling that day if you're having like a bad day or whatever it is at that point in time when there's so much on your plate and so much you're thinking about. So we've all watched it. We were all there at the premiere. Um, what is going to be airing is slightly different than what premiered, which is, you know, it's, it's evolution of this film, um, which once again, super grateful that we have this year to relive uh, through their eyes, right? So for everyone at home, I gave creative freedom to these guys, to Kim and Jesse in twofold. They were allowed to make this however they wanted. I got to see it just to see it, but like it's them telling the story. And I think it's way better because as players or coaches, we have all these things that are like, for me, there's all these step points that are important. It's usually like personnel driven and stuff like that. So we've watched it and we have viewed this with our team and, and we'll talk about how our team feels about it this year. But when you guys saw it for the first time, what was your biggest takeaway seeing it uh, on, on the big screen here uh, in Lloydminster when it heard? Uh, we're starting with Haley on this one because you know, because you want to listen. You want to listen to everyone and make your answer because you guys were both sitting there and I think myself included, there's, there's a scene for everyone where you're like, eh, don't love myself in that moment. Um, Three quarters of the document. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, what was your biggest takeaway watching it, Hales? Mm, I had a few. Okay. My one was that I was like really happy that it all came together. Like Tori said, when it first started, we were like, oh, what's it going to look like? What's it going to be? How's it going to work out? So seeing the like, whatever the raw cut of it is, how long is it? Two hours? To about two hours, yep. yep. Seeing like two hours of film and like all of the things that we went through actually like put together and done so well was like, wow, that was great to see that it actually came together that way. <laughs> right. Um, the scene I didn't like about myself yes. was managing our, our nationals and our losing the first game. I that I watched the film of that game. I don't like it. I watch it on tape. I don't like it. I watch all of it. I don't like it. Fair. Um, fair. Not just all of it bad. That's my takeaway that I didn't like. But okay. uh, great. It's nice that we don't get to control it because I would want none of that in there. So. But that was a story. It's important. That, but that was but a it's story. Important. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jaden, takeaways from you. Um, I would say like similar on your point, but just like so surreal what it actually like came out to be and not that I had any doubt but I like remember my mom seeing the trailer and being like oh my god like it's so professionally done and I'm like well yeah they followed us around every day for eight months not just on iPhone be professionally done but just like how um like you watch docuseries documentaries before and like it literally was that and it's it's gonna be such a cool piece to carry around for like the rest of our lives like we're gonna have that and that team's gonna be so special because of that um and then just like I mean, a sigh of relief when you're like, oh, that certain thing wasn't in there or whatever. But then also, like, I know I'm emotional, but I cried in every scene that I was facing. <laughs> <laughs> seeing that back, I'm like, wow, like, really, really could have used less crying. But I mean, it was an emotional year, and I know that's who I am. Um, but seeing, like, I think I said this to you the other day. I was like, that um, there's a chunk where I get hurt, and then we win ACACs. And I'm like, it's like the worst and the best all in. A 30, 30 seconds yeah, yeah. All together and I'm like whoa like it's so many emotions but it's just like that was all a piece of the puzzle and like it's easier to watch that back now knowing that like you know that if that wouldn't have happened this wouldn't have happened etc like it just yeah it's really cool to have that momentum Tori oh boy <clears throat> uh I think looking back you forget what it was to be a part of that team mm-hmm. really easily to forget um I feel like at times 
you look at the negatives a little bit more. Like I know Alana, for example, her and I fought a lot on the floor, especially when she came back um, and we didn't have the greatest on-floor relationship. But then looking back, it's like, oh, no, we actually genuinely loved and cared for one another. And I know we talk about that all the time, but like that team played for one another so well and what we were able to accomplish coming out of that COVID stuff and the shit that we went through by not not being able to go to nationals in the 1920 season. Um, yeah, it was really cool to see us turn that around, win back to back, then go to nationals, not get our goal. But um, yeah, there were a lot of uh, revealing scenes for me that I really didn't love talking about myself 24 seven fucking selfish. When I get my team, it's like the fuck story. Speak it. about yourself even more. The, f uh, the five forever stuff was great, but <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of me and it was something that I get to look back for a long time, but a lot of scenes where I'm just gaslighting people and you're a, you're a fiery competitor, Tori. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's uh, all I'm going to say. They're, they're, so me as a coach seeing you guys, they're, I thought it did a good job of showing you guys' pro sides and your con sides and, and what you're going through because you guys were all at a different place, all going through different things that year. And it's funny for me watching that because I can think of the year before when you guys were going through other things, right? Like Jade was having like her all-time best year the year before and then we have this year an injury and – Tori's coming off an injury like it was just interesting to see that year and be like oh that that does a good job of summing it up but for me it reminds me of like the path that we took to get there and especially through COVID um fuck that year man yeah COVID was the worst and obviously we would have loved to have been at Nationals a COVID year and then the next year but it happened uh I would say it's interesting today with our younger players seeing it and hearing their feedback of not knowing your guys's stories or not seeing Tori play or feeling like how that team plays for each other and how it feels starting to feel that way again it was pretty interesting to see all the girls talk about it that had no idea about it and how it affected them and how it made them emotional I think that's like a product of good filmmaking is when it draws emotion because when I when we watched it in the Vic Juba there uh I cried like three or four times, probably. Yeah, like at least. The whole audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did a good job of drawing the emotion. Now, it does feel like that was like a fantasy season. There was a lot of grinding that happened there, and it was a very great season, but it was, it's very neat to see how people take it. I'm excited for when this comes on YouTube, for everyone to take a look at it and get piece by piece, because I'm sure we're going to get hit with a lot of questions like, oh my, what really happened? Like, did that happen? Did that happen? How did that happen? Because when you go back through that whole process, it, it's pretty wild. Any given season on an ACAC team is wild, but I think especially the fact that we were carrying over that championship from the year before without going to nationals. So it was like, you can't have a bigger chip on your shoulder than you guys had. And you guys all displayed it. You all talked about it. Um, it was just happening. It was it was just happening. And there was really no one in the league had a choice. Like, we were winning ACAC. One of the cool things I would say is... When you look through like Netflix, Disney Plus, obviously I'm on Disney Plus a lot with kids. Um, there's Colin. a prime, but it's like too cool for me, Tori, to be honest. Um, Tree Hill. There's a ton of male sports documentaries, a ton of stuff on NCAA men's stuff. There's not a lot of women. And this is one of the reasons why we pushed it and they got the community support. Like these guys worked so long with this, but to have a woman sport piece. You guys have now got to watch this with my daughter and other young ladies are about to see this. 
how do you think the women in sport piece is going to be? Because it does show some grittiness. It does show the heartache and the heartbreak and the overcoming failures. Like, what's your guys' take on that? Like, I think it's so cool that you guys are going to be looked at as role models uh, to a future generation. I feel like that was one of the things that, like, regardless of it was, like, tough or we were feeling like, oh, is this worth it kind of thing was, like, super motivating. Like, I know at the end of it, we were like, okay, like, that's going to be really awesome for, like, other kids in the community, young girls, my sister, like, stuff like that to, like, see and watch and, like, know just, like, how tough it is, but also, like, how strong you can be. Like, even, like, Tori fighting through, like, a billion injuries that season, like, other people watching that is, like, yeah, like, knowing that, like, if you want it, it's there for you. And I think, like, that's even, you're a role model for us in that way. So, like, young kids to see that, too, like, I think it's just, like, really special. Yeah, I think Tori said one time, just like if it changes the way one person thinks about something or the way one person does something or if someone hated basketball and it shows that you can like love it even when you're really sad or you're really hurt or you can hate it one day and love it the next day and all that stuff. Like if it changes one person's perspective, I think that's a cool way to like we have a lot of great fans and great little wrestlers in our community already. Um, So it's a cool opportunity for them to see that side of us, too. I think I spoke about in one of the episodes of the doc of like, if come watch us play, like just come see what we can do, blah, blah, blah. Like that part of the podcast I said, because a lot of people just want to view male sports because of what they're able to do athletically. Like let's be real, but what, what was, what I'm trying to get at is when we play in our championships, how many fans we had in our game and it's just the packed gym and, we inspire not just so many little girls, like we have a ton of male support mm-hmm. supporters and within the community. And I think now I'm definitely enjoying coaching males a lot more and just seeing the impact that we're able to have on the young boys in the community has definitely been a big thing for me. But yeah, we, women are just so, we, we're just so strong. Like we have to be so strong. And just because men go through a bunch of hard times like women go through it just as bad and i think we only see the one-way streak with the sport and it's good that we're able to share our story i agree big time i agree and when you watch that video when we host ACAC championships even if you come to like one of our league games us and women's volleyball draw extremely well some would say better than the men's teams um that's the exciting thing about nationals is like it's it's gonna be sold like it's not like there's going to be empty seats. There's There wasn't empty seats when we hosted ACACs. Uh, we draw very well, and to see that um, you guys win that championship on the home floor, and I think that's one of the cry spots for me is seeing all that hard work and us winning. It wasn't our first time together winning. I think when it happens the first time, and, and this is part of our beginning of the year pitch to you guys, is see it with your first-time eyes. The first one is always pretty special, but to do that at home, it felt totally different Mm -hmm. like with friends and family and being on our floor and all year you could kind of visualize what that looks like it's the same visualization i'm trying to have for nationals you know it it was pretty cool and i feel like it was harder the second round like when we went in a medicine hat no one expected us to win and we were just except for us yes and we're just playing incredibly well and even though we didn't actually play great against olds who were but we we wanted to play them yeah we wanted to play them we got the win big thing but like we knew that we didn't want to settle for anything less than a gold medal. Like getting a gold medal was our minimum standard in ACAC. So 
Yeah, I think the pressure was a little bit higher that that year Uh, to repeat. I think it showed up a little in your guys' quarter and semifinal game, to be honest. Uh, A little bit in the Kings game. Yeah. You guys were a little tight and a little tight in the semi uh, first half of state. Both teams played extremely well. I I don't want to ruin what happens for everyone. Um, (laughs) Spoiler, we won. (laughs) (laughs) Don't uh, look on the internet. When you guys got in the finals uh, against a familiar foe, Nate, a team that we played twice already and, and handled fairly easily, uh, you could just tell you guys were much looser, uh, ready to play. Very similar to like our first game at Nationals ever for Lakeland playing BIU. Uh, just a little tight. You could feel a little tight. The rest of the game was very loose, I thought. Um, you know, So it's cool that the doc depicts that. Um, I, I thought it was really neat seeing all those different players as a freshman, as fourth years, as Torian or fifth year, all the different steps. And I thought they did a pretty good job of like showing how those different steps and, you know, you three and Alana and Bill Gay were kind of the stars of the show. Um, but at the same time, everyone had a piece to play and everyone had a role to play in that season. That was very evident today when yeah. we watched at Nationals and it was like the Timmys, the Paytons, the Max, the Casses, like... You forget me. Well. thing in Nationals. Yeah, everyone played a role that year. Beth, like, like Beth Threat. Stroke with threes. Stroke, yeah. Oh, the, Richie cried right away. Yeah. Like balling. I was just like, oh, like that just like was such a special team. And I do think that like we talk about how this team totally has the potential to like do the same thing and be the same thing. Um, but I just, watching that back makes me really happy. And a good chunk of that team had been together for multiple years. You, yeah. you can feel it with this group. We have it in some regards. We don't have as many that have been together as long as you four had been, right? Because you four. Anyways, it, it's <laughs> definitely there. Um, what would be if you were using one word to describe? Tori can go first. Cause, oh, you know, Thank God. you're good at words. Uh, one word to describe the 2021-22 team. That team on the documentary. What would be your word, Tori? One word. Oh, God. If someone's one got word one or five forever, um, we all said like four words. We I don't do one word. I'm like, she's tough. She's... <laughs> Honestly, I would probably say loyal. I think everybody in that team was in it for one another and would always put each other first. I never had a doubt in my mind that anybody was going to singly do it for themselves. I feel like I'm a big loyalty person and the people around me were extremely loyal to the one goal. Sorry. Oop. The one goal that we were trying to achieve and when we didn't get that um we went together for the next goal and we didn't give up because we were in it for one another i don't know yeah simple word but yeah. loyal. i was gonna say family so basically it was possible i'll use my other one then you can use family um, i was tough like i just think like watching all of that like i think everyone went through something that was like super challenging whether it was on film or not on film and i just think like seeing how everyone bounced back and like we were loyal to the goal, loyal to each other. And like, you had to be tough in order to like bounce back from the quarterfinal, bounce back from people being out for injuries, that kind of stuff. So that's my word. One word. Man, that's fucking my two options were family or gritty. So we were really oh, the same age in that right. regard. <laughs> Shocker, you guys are synced in. <laughs> Wait, and yeah, other word that was left out that we could put is just resilient. With yeah, the resilient or focused would be my two words, I think. Because uh, you're right, Hills. There was a lot of stuff that didn't make the doc that could have like really spiced it up, in my opinion. Spicy. It, it could have been really spicy. And, you know, that's the interesting thing of seeing the two hours. How did how did that become the two hours? Yeah. 
in my head. It happened in preseason. Yeah. Like it could have been like 18 hours, you know, but that is, that's only interesting to us because we were there. Uh, I think everyone that watched it and I hope everyone that watches it will find it entertaining and give it a really good glimpse of not only that team, but what an ACAC team goes through. Um, and I know when we aired this with the ADs, um, it was, it got a very good reception from the ACAC and from the ADs, um, on the whole. And I think my biggest thing when doing this is I wanted them access to show the special relationships that we have, um, player to player, player to coach, how it's just different, um, in our program. And this group is different and you guys are obviously still here and now Tori's back coaching. It, it is a special place. And I, I truly believe in that. And I think I say this all the time, um, coming from someone that played there, but I think they did a great job of portraying that and it hits on all of your guys' words. And also just touching on ACAC basketball because a lot of people yeah. are, and I hope that it gets around like worldwide because a lot of people have no idea about the league and just think that we're a bit of a laughing stock, like, oh, we're low division in Canada. Like, that's what it's looked upon, but it's not like that. Even when, like, we were getting recruited a billion years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, like, how much it wasn't like something that we knew about from Regina. And now, obviously, like, there's more. Um, attention on it but just like to have that like reception for the league and stuff I think will be awesome mm-hmm. for young girls who are wanting to play and maybe U-sport isn't an option or just to know that like there is other places to go and like follow that dream is really cool and you're still really valued and talented if you're in ACAC yeah well, you, uh... Uh, and if you look at our team this year I think like eight are being recruited by U-sport teams at some level and we're beating top U-sport teams. Like, the level is very comparable. Top ACAC, and you guys have known this forever, the top ACAC teams beat the lower-end university teams. It's not, sometimes not even close. Um, um, pro players come out of the league. Like, pro got it. Yeah, sorry to you, pro player. No, but the Brittany Brit- 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 there's lots. Of the, Bill like, Gay. Yeah, there, there's a ton of good athletes in ACAC. The quality is extremely high. Um, it's not necessarily a Div 1 to Div 2, and... I think it's always about being in the right place, right environment, and and you guys found it here. Otherwise, you guys wouldn't be here. You found it here, right? Um, Shout out to Custom College Recruiting. Uh, anyway, it's uh, it's what it's it's what you make out of your experience, right? And that's what's been special here. And it happens to other programs across Canada, right? It's not just us. Um, but the thing that's really changed since I've been here is now I get these athletes. You guys for four or five years you guys got hit with the covid bug so it's longer for you guys but that's what makes it truly special because when you guys leave uh i'm always gonna feel me and my wife my kids are gonna feel like we're a part of your life even if i don't see you for 10 years it's gonna feel like you were just here at practice and just chatting. That it would you think you're not gonna see us for 10 years you yes yes <laughs> i i expect you to end up in like tanzania for like two years and well, but I would not have said about that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I think that's a really cool part. Now, what I would I would love, Kim, if you want to come right over here and sit beside my mic and tell me your take on filming it. I can see you shaking your head no, but you have the face for TV. And we... <laughs> Slide over here and tell Come, come on, over Kimmy. here. Uh, Kim, or Kim, even Kim, on Haley, slide into Haley's mic. Come right yeah. here, <laughs> So Kim, Kim, the producer, uh, the brains behind everything here. We're gonna get him in on this, and he. Did. I'll be on the Just so everyone knows, Kim did not want to. He shook his head no, mm-hmm. like my kids when I tell them to go to bed. Um, Kim, going through this process, tell us about like what the vision was for you 
and how this came about because this is this is just like two years of your life, really. You know, yeah, which is unbelievable. Well, I don't know. Well, the vision was to shoot basketball, which when that was the selling point, I'm in. Yeah, because, because you love hoops. Because I love hoops. <laughs> I love watching basketball. It gives me an excuse to shoot basketball. So I was like, I'm in. But um, as we went deeper and deeper into the conversation, I was like, yeah, I'm. this is something that we would do because um, I have two kids at home. Well, I have three kids, but I have two girls at home that um very young, like same age as Macy. Yeah, future wrestlers right there. Yeah, point future, guards. Point, point guards. Guard. Olivia, yeah. I'm rooting for you. Uh, Zia's playing a tube. Zia will be a good teammate. She'll be the mascot. But no, the the heart the heart of the documentary is women in sport, and uh, we want to promote that. We want to show that, uh, like what Tori said, um, women in women in basketball, women in sport in general, it's just it's different than men. But it's there's a reason for you to watch it, uh, like, and that's what we witnessed in in that year in the 2021-2022 team that yeah. women are resilient. They're gr- they have grit. They're not soft by any chance. Like not, not at all. Um, and we saw that, and that was that was the that was the heart of the documentary. Now, did it change for you when you were showing up every day after day? Did it? Was there like the holy shit? Like this is crazy. Like how different was it actually being there all the time to what you thought? Cause you would have had a perception. You've done some of our games before you've been around. And, and, and one of the reasons why I was so comfortable with you was probably you with me as well is, uh, I always let you mic me up and have full access to our team all the time. I, whatever we do, you can have access to, but getting that for a full year, was it different or was it exactly what you thought? It's not what I thought. Okay. <laughs> okay. The number one, and again, I've said this to to Chris. My biggest takeaway was Chris and the time that he puts in with the team. Uh, again, having having a young family of my own, I understand the time it takes for you to be with your family. But you have fifteen uh, women that you are also with, and that's something that I did not um, foreseen. I guess. The, the amount of time because you're in the gym you're with the team every every day <laughs> multiple, you're the multiple, multiple, multiple t- <laughs> and my kids think i'm a janitor multiple times a day though like multiple times is, a yeah. day yeah and um, that was my biggest takeaway because the and you see the result of that right it creates winning right. but even when you're not winning it that culture was set and it took it, you gave the time to to set that culture, and then and and your your vets was able to to help you with that foundation. But that was my biggest thing. Um, you always hear that when you're you're in, when you're a big fan of sport, when you're a big fan of basketball culture, culture, culture. That was the year when I fully understand what culture is. I think it's a great point because um, from an outsider, you you do hear culture all the time until you're in it, and seeing the documentary back. And uh, our last season with all of these guys gone, these two injured, this one playing pro, I took for granted that that culture would just carry over because it was starting to take care of itself. It was having to do less reminders. And it's a good reminder that you can't ever take a break from that. And I needed to reinvest with a young team and I needed to get to know them better because they're totally different players with totally different needs, right? Like I love all of these three. They have different needs. My relationship with her and her and her is different. 
because that's how we relate and that's how we need to, I need to coach them. So I do appreciate the the culture piece for sure for our program, but also the the time piece for uh, wife and family because it is a lot. And, and obviously my wife's a saint and everyone here can probably attest to it, but it, oh, yeah, my wife's a saint. Shout out yes, Corny, yes. shout out Glasley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, holding it down it'll be easier when our kids are playing u11 club together kim but it's it's just a ton of time and that year yeah see ya that that year you took so much time away from your family like you're chasing us around all the time and it had to be a strain and a strain for something that was a hope and a dream right Mm -hmm. like on a board you guys had a board with the 70 million ideas that changed every week Mm -hmm. and now you saw this like you tell us your thoughts when we are aired this in front of the community for a test air what was your feeling? How did you feel? We were backstage. Like I can answer for people, but I would prefer your words. Um, you could start. <laughs> I think the emotion from you was like the number one takeaway for me. All of us were really emotional that night. And, um, yeah, ex- explain how you felt watching that, especially as as it like closed and the standing ovation happened. It was good because it was fulfilling one, I guess. <laughs> because when I was chatting with a friend, um, because obviously we had big dreams with the documentary. We thought it was going to be Netflix material and whatnot. Um, it is material. Yeah. But it's like good. Let's just say because nobody picked it picked it up. It was, it was sad, but also my mindset is, one, we finished it. Like how many documentaries out there? <laughs> are still in the works or mm. been in the works for five, 10 years because they weren't able to finish it. And that's just normal in the film industry. Right. So the fact that we finished it, the timing could have been sooner, you know, yeah. or could yeah. have been- Could have been later. Could have been later. Yeah. But we're here right now and we finished it. Um. In Jade's word, we should be happy about it. <laughs> Uh, totally jade right there <laughs> every that's that's what that's another thing like every every day in my life i find pieces of the doc where i find coding them right but using them in my everyday language because mm-hmm. like immaculate vibes so and yeah immaculate vibes and, <laughs> so so you have all these insider jokes now from yeah. from the year mm-hmm. no but the fact that we finished it my my head is now kate great it may have not been the 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 dream result that we were looking for but we we we're already at step one yeah yeah that's right and i can't wait for step two and i can't wait for what step two would look like for us well i'm an open book kim so any idea you want to throw at our women's basketball we're in i'll force the girls on it uh yeah we we need some money and funding it's crazy how how much time it took it and you know we did get some community investment to to get it done but um it, it does take a major investment but um, seeing the product you produce was on that budget was amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And, you know, it's probably worth 50 times, uh, what was invested into it just for your time and, and Jesse's time and everyone else's time. I was going to say our time, Jesse's, Jesse's time. Yes. Jesse's yeah. a big part of it. Yes. Yeah, so no, for sure. She, she's not here for this, but you being the camera guy in the relationship is different because Jesse did a lot of the interviews and stuff as the girls just pointed out a lot of like the emotional stuff, but you were in my ear quite a lot um also you had also been behind the scenes for multiple years so that connection to like the team for you was probably different because you kind of seen it grow a little bit uh uh, also okay well while you guys think uh using an nba player mike was quite an experience 
uh, Tori got to use it quite a lot. Um, that was wild. Uh, that was wild. We did the research. I was like, let's make a player. How yeah. can we do that? Let's watch an NBA game and did some Google search. And it's a, it's a brand called um, Q5X Players Mike. Right. Um, they're sweat proof. They're very flexible. Thank God. <laughs> and um, they're made in Canada. They're they're out. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're in Toronto. So uh, we were able to purchase them with the help of Lakeland. Right. Uh, that now all Lakeland teams are using, which is which amazing. Is great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. It's a cool thing to see all the teams using them right now. Hopefully, we'll use it a bunch in nationals as well. Mm -hmm. You guys come up with that question or not? No. I do just want to say thank you, Kim. <laughs> we appreciate you. Appreciate it. Oh, awesome. Thank you. So, Kim, uh, give us a schedule of events here for the doc before we wrap up for everyone. So, we are, uh, this is going to be airing right around drop date. Um, so, we've seen episode one by now. Episode every Friday. Every Friday, episodes are dropping. So, December 1st. Yeah. So, we'll have five episodes. We've split doc into five episodes. And so, starting December 1st, we're releasing the pilot episode and we'll have four more episodes after that so december 1 8 15 22nd and 29th so the whole month of december it's all merry christmas. yes merry christmas christmas. christmas giving and everyone can find this on youtube mm -hmm. um you guys will be promoting this on your social media as well the links for this yeah hold yeah follow our our social media to uh, twofold films you'll also see all updates on our studios and also on our our on our instagram page hold my clipboard and, and we'll all be personally yeah, posting it'll be everywhere i will be posting it'll be it'll be reposted everywhere and uh for those that don't know kim was the one behind getting us on the podcast getting the podcast going so kim just loves hoops so much that he had to keep us rolling and working harder so lakers kim well <laughs> yeah go lakers uh i, I just <laughs> gotta say kim uh watching that doc back with the team um it's fantastic I, i'm really proud of the work that you did i didn't do any of the work i just showed up um we're really proud of what you did. Um, it's really something for us to look back on and and share. And as you said, for me, a memory for my kids, even seeing my kids at that age compared to where they are now, it's, it's pretty fascinating. So awesome job by you, by the way. I will do it again. I will do it again. Let's do, are we making an arrangement right now? Or? Run it back. <laughs> where are they now? <laughs> Third bounce. Still it's here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has to be women's basketball, Kim. You know that has to be women's basketball, all access. Um, okay, I think that'll be a wrap for this episode. Kim, thanks for hopping on. Haley, Jade, anything you want to leave the viewers with? First time on the pod. We'll probably get you guys on before nationals again. Anything you want to say? Your balls of sunshine. The way hills. <laughs> I love seeing you in this atmosphere. Uh, Driving. <laughs> Thank you for letting us come on. Um, I'm really excited for everyone to see the documentary. Tori Dugan. No, I got nothing. Just, yeah, no, I'm good. Kim, I think we should mark that down. Tori Durgan lost for words. Tori Durgan. Tori Durgan. She's either really hungry or really tired, Kim. But Phrasing. You can find us. On YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Hold My Clipboard Instagram. And we are brought to And we are brought to you by Nara Studios and our executive producer, Kim Capra. I'm Chris King. I'm Tori Durgan. I hope you guys have a great holiday and stay tuned to the episode of Second Bounce. We love feedback. Send a DM us, Instagram, 
Uh, I noticed that no one DMs me, just Tori and uh, the account. It's cool. It's, it's cool. No, I get it. I get. Hey, 1K followers now. 1K followers, uh, not a big deal. But no one. On how much I thought? No me. You were for how? Come on. Oh, chill, chill. Uh, All right. Check my get. Uh, no check. I am banned for a trademark. <laughs> but I know my mom's the only one checking my Instagram. Okay. Have a great holiday, and we'll see you guys soon.